0: Hello and welcome to the Paediatric Research Podcast, hosted by me, Charlotte Stoddart. It's November, and this month we're looking at how various social factors, from neighbourhood deprivation to parental income, affect a child's health and development. Almost all parents want to give their child the best possible start in life. And the more we learn about early childhood, from birth to age eight, the more we realise that this is the most crucial period of lifespan and the most highly sensitive to external influences like poor housing or parental education. A child's early experiences and environment influence their health and development throughout their life. As a recent WHO report says... The strongest instruments to break the vicious circles of disadvantage lie at the start of life. There have been many studies looking at specific social factors and early childhood health outcomes. But what's the big picture? To find out, a team from the UK and Canada has collated data from 200 studies done in 32 European countries. To talk me through this massive effort and the findings, I'm joined by Kiyuri Naika from the University of Ottawa. Kiyuri, this is a huge study and the amount of information that you and your team have reviewed seems overwhelming. Did you have any specific aims in mind when you began the project?
1: Well, we knew from the outset that there was a substantial amount of literature on this topic, Um, but it was never organized in a way that made it easy for us to make conclusions about which social and economic factors were routinely found to be important for child health outcomes. Uh, So our aim was to document systematically this large evidence base um, in order to derive some conclusions about which socioeconomic factors were important and in relation to which specific health and developmental outcomes and whether these associations were consistent across countries in Europe.
0: Is it possible to sort of draw any very broad conclusions from the study? If you had to say in just one line what you found, what would you say?
1: I would say that the vast majority of child health outcomes are are influenced by social and economic factors, um, those operating at both the household and the neighbourhood level.
0: And I guess that wasn't really a surprise for you.
1: It wasn't a huge surprise, uh, no, but it it was definitely worth seeing, firstly, that there were some minor um, between-country variations, and to have it all uh, represented in one place um, was something that had not been done before.
0: What are just one or two of the health outcomes that seem to be most exacerbated by social
1: inequality? Overall, I would say we found the most consistent evidence for outcomes relating to general child health, um, such as hospitalizations and health services use, as well as infant mortality. Uh, We also observed pediatric cancers and cognitive and motor developmental delays to have a high number of significant associations. In fact, the findings clearly suggest that the vast majority of the 52 different child outcomes that we examined were in fact influenced by social inequality.
0: Now you're currently doing a PhD and your focus is on mental health and epidemiology. What can you say about mental health outcomes in particular um, from this study? I think the study
1: demonstrates that there can be multiple pathways between specific social factors and adverse health outcomes and I. These pathways could lead both to psychopathologies or um, chronic disease issues or any number of illnesses and mental health definitely fits um, well within the spectrum of outcomes that we looked at that are strongly affected by these factors.
0: Are there big differences between how much the family and the immediate household Influence a child's development compared with the neighborhood
1: and the broader socio political environment? The 200 or so studies that we evaluated suggest that both neighborhood level and household level factors play a very important role. Um, With the data provided by our study, it's not really possible to determine which has the strongest influence. With regards to the broader socio political environment, um, we did not identify any studies which provided solid evidence regarding inequalities at this level, but our intent wasn't actually to compare specific factors between countries. Um, Given the geographic data that we've presented, however, we can say that almost all social factors operating at the household and neighborhood level influence a large number of childhood outcomes across all of the European countries that we studied, uh, with only very few exceptions. And Given the consistency of these results, it appears that the influence of social factors operating at these lower levels seems to override those which may be present at the broader socio-political level.
0: What are the exceptions, though, in terms of countries?
1: Oh, it was actually just two countries. It was Turkey and uh, the Ukraine that we observed a trend of non-significant findings. But Interestingly, the choice of outcomes uh, used in those studies, I believe, were infections and digestive diseases for the most part, were outcomes that we identified in the review to have the weakest associations overall across our studies. So they didn't examine um, the outcomes that many of the other countries looked at, which were finding highly significant associations. So it may be an artifact of that as well.
0: Is it possible to say which socioeconomic factors um, are most important? I'm wondering, for example, if household income has a greater effect on child health than, I don't know, parental education or something, although obviously those two are
1: linked. At the household level, uh, many of the indicators we looked at, such as parental social class income, education, employment at the parental level, um, are all very very closely linked. Um, Household ownership definitely was I think our strongest household level um, indicator in terms of percent of the significant associations um, reported. Uh, In terms of the neighborhood level factors overall neighborhood deprivation was our most uh, strongly significant factor observed above population density for example. Um, we found that things like household crowding were less significant at the household level than other factors.
0: As you were um, going through hundreds of studies and, and collating all this data, was there anything that really surprised you or anything
1: that you sort of found really interesting? One of the interesting things we did observe was the tendency of these studies to report significant associations Um, that increased with the child's age from the pre- and perinatal period to infancy through toddlerhood and was observed to be the highest in the preschool period. Uh, So this trend highlights the cumulative nature of risks associated with social disadvantage in early life, and it points to the need for strategies which begin prior to the school-aged period in order to have the most benefits accrued from these interventions.
0: And where are you and the rest of the team hoping to take this research next?
1: Well, this review highlights that almost any type of social disadvantage in early life at either the household or neighbourhood level will have a negative influence on child health and development. And the main benefit of research like this is ultimately to get policymakers thinking about types of interventions that could mitigate these effects. Um, for example, this suggests that intersectoral approaches tackling a wide range of social disadvantages at both levels um, are necessary if substantial and long-term improvements are going to be seen uh, in both disadvantaged households and neighbourhoods. So the hope is that it would be used to inform uh, decisions such as these.
0: And, and are there one or two Um, really targeted strategies to improve childhood health outcomes that you would recommend to policymakers?
1: Early childhood interventions are one really good strategy, uh, especially those that begin during pregnancy and provide follow-up support for the family over the long term uh, through the childhood years. These programs can address the multiple layers of risk that some children face by providing support to the individual child, the parents, and the family as a whole. Uh, These interventions are already being run with positive results, though mainly in countries that are already quite developed, such as the US, uh, Canada, the UK, and Australia. Um, strategies such as these should always be developed with the local context in mind. So, of course, they, they would have to be tailored to the specific country of interest.
0: That was Kiuri Naika from the University of Ottawa. As always, you can read that paper and more on the paediatric research website. Go to nature.com forward slash PR. That's all for this month and for this year. I'll be back in January with more news from the paediatric wards and labs. For now, goodbye and thanks for listening. I'm Charlotte Stoddart.